A very good morning on behalf of Teach 613. We welcome you to take 10 for Talmud. Kesubas Chaf Aleph, Kesubas 21a, pagination is 41. We will start on the facing page at the bottom, about seven lines up, Masnisin Enu Mishnah. We're dealing with the concept of Kiyum Shtaros, validating documents, which means that a document comes into Bezdin. It has two signatures on the bottom. And we require that those signatures be verified that they are indeed valid signatures of known people in order to validate the shtar, the document, and act upon it. The Mishnah says, Ze'omer Savyadi, if one of the witnesses is present and he said, This is my signature, Vizek Savyado Shal Chaveri, and I recognize the signature of my friend. And the other one says, this is indeed my signature, and that's the signature of my friend. They are believed, and that's considered validation of the signatures. A very conventional case. Each one is saying testimony on his own signature and on the signature of his colleague. So that there are two witnesses testifying to each of the signatures. Very conventional. We continue. If each one says, this is my signature, but I'm not proficient enough with the signature of my colleague to say testimony on it. Rebbe's opinion is they're going to require another witness who can say testimony on both of their signatures or, of course, two different people who can each say singular testimony, but we need another witness on the signatures. That's the opinion of Rebbe. But the Chachamim argue and say, you don't need another person. By the witness saying testimony on his own signature, the document becomes valid. A person can, on his own, verify his own signature. The Gemara explains that there's a fundamental difference in the way Rebbe and the Chachamim are viewing a witness's personal validation on his own signature. Says the Gemara, last line, When you analyze this argument, the opinion of Rebbe is, They are saying testimony on their signatures. And therefore, if each witness is only able to say testimony on his own signature, you're going to need a second witness on each of those signatures in order that the testimony on signatures should have two witnesses. But according to the Chachamim, how are they looking at this? By saying testimony on his own signature, he is essentially saying testimony on the loan which the document describes. 
He's saying testimony on the money. He's not saying testimony on the signature. And therefore, the Chachamim hold that a person's own testimony on his own signature is by extension on the money and is therefore sufficient. He is one of the witnesses on the money. And the other witness does the same thing and you have two witnesses on the money and there's no need to bring in a third person to testify to their signatures because we're not testifying really to the signatures, we're really testifying to the money. Skip down to the fifth line of the page. The Gemara says, Nafka Mina. I want you to really appreciate the difference, fundamentally, between Rebbe and the Chachamim. We mentioned there's one obvious difference from the Mishnah itself. Whether you're going to need a third person so that there are two witnesses on each of the signatures or you don't need that extra person, but the Gemara expresses it by way of explanation of Rabbi Shita as Nafkamina, the difference will be if one of the witnesses of the document died. You're going to need two witnesses from the outside to say testimony on his signature. Because if you didn't and you wanted to use the witness of the document who's living to say testimony on his friends, you would end up extricating three quarters of the money, three quarters of the testimony, the power over here, is on the one living witness. Let's explain. According to the Chachamim, he's saying testimony on the money that's in the document. And therefore, his entire section of the signatures, his entire section is being validated by his, the living witness's, testimony affirming his signature. If he goes ahead and also is being used as one of the two to validate the dead witness's signature, then he's doing three-quarters of the validation of this document. And that's not acceptable, as Rashi says, Apishnayim Edim. We need two witnesses equal affirming whatever testimony there is. So, if he's going to take his 50% of the document and he's also going to affirm 50% of the dead witness's signature, then he ends up with 75% of this document on his shoulders and that's not acceptable. What's going to be required in such a case is that two separate witnesses would have to come and say testimony to the dead person's signature. In contrast, according to Rebbe, where a person who says testimony on his own signature is not saying testimony on the money of the document, but rather he's saying testimony on his signature, 
simple and straightforward, the living witness is also going to require someone to affirm his signature, in which case he's only doing 25% of the total document so far, and when it comes to the dead man's signature, he's able to contribute half of that affirmation because in total he's doing 25% when he does half of his signature and he's doing 25% when he does half of the dead man's signature. His total is only 50% and that's acceptable. In other words, according to Rebbe's described approach of Ksavyad, I'm affirming the signature the living witness is going to help us out both on his and on the dead person's signature together with somebody else. According to the Chachamim, though, if he affirms his own signature, he, on his own, can push that through because, by extension, he's really saying testimony on the money of the document. So he's doing a full 50% of the document he is not able to help us regarding the dead man's signature because that would push him up to an impact of 75%, which is not acceptable. If you'll drop down to Omar Abaye in the beginning of a line, must be about 15 lines from the top, Abaye tells us a workaround if indeed we have a living witness who would like to say testimony on his dead colleague's signature, but if he says testimony on his own signature, according to the Chachamim, he can do no more. How could he manage to help us out in affirming his colleague's signature? Abaya tells us we have a solution. Lichtov chasimas yedeya chasva, let him write his signature on Cheres on earthenware, Vishodi and present it to Bezdin. And like this, Bezdin, knowing his signature, will be able to affirm his signature independent of his testimony. He will not have to say, This is my signature. Bezdin will become aware that it is his signature, and therefore he will become available to say testimony on his dead colleague's signature together with one other person from the outside. But we will not be forced to require two people from the outside to affirm that colleague's signature by teaching people what his signature is. He's able to get other people to affirm his signature and then he's available. The Gemara points out that the reason we want him to sign his name, Achasfa, on earthenware, is because if he were to sign it, Amigila, on parchment, someone could go ahead and write on top of his signature, I-O-U, whatever, and obligate him. So it's not acceptable to have a person just sign their signature in a way that someone could add something above it. And therefore, when we wanted him to teach us his signature, he did it achaspa on earthenware. Yeshe thank you for joining.